Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is Merck stock a smart buy right now? Hi, welcome to Global Value, and in this video, we're going to dive deep into a fundamental analysis of Merck stock, ticker symbol MRK. We will use methods from Warren Buffett, one of the greatest investors of all time and a former Merck shareholder. We'll study the key numbers that Buffett values most, and then we'll figure out three different prices for Merck to really understand what it's worth in today's market. Stay with me till the end because our final fair value and rating might just surprise you. And there's more. I'll also share a special bonus that could be the deciding factor when adding Merck stock to your portfolio. So is Merck a great chance to make money? Let's find out together. Right now, Merck trades for $118.54 per share. The last year has been all right to the business. Their stock price is up 8%, but this underperforms the market. The S&P 500 is up nearly 20% over the same time. But there's more for shareholders. Right now, Merck pays a slightly above average 2.51% dividend yield. These dividends are added to their gains. In the last five years, Merck has compounded at 8.5% annually. In the last decade, they compound at around 8% annually. And when we go back before the global financial crisis, in the last nearly two decades, Merck's compounded at around 7% annually. That's pretty neck and neck with the market. When their dividends are added back into this, Merck slightly beats the market over this time. The burning question is, why should we be paying close attention to Merck? Today, the company trades just off its 52-week high. This comes as they trade $20 above their 52-week low, and there's not a lot of short interest in the business, with 1% of their shares sold short. And how big is the business? Merck is also a huge company. They have nearly a $300 billion market cap. Plus, they use some debt, so they have a $325 billion enterprise value. What does Merck actually do? Merck makes pharmaceutical products to treat several conditions in a number of therapeutic areas, including cardiometabolic disease, cancer, and infections. Within cancer, the firm's immuno-oncology platform is growing as a major contributor to overall sales. The company also has a substantial vaccine business with treatments to prevent pediatric diseases as well as HPV. Additionally, Merck sells animal-related drugs. From a geographical perspective, just half of the company's sales are generated in the United States. Merck's transformed their business in the last several years. In 2021, they spun off Organon, ticker symbol OGN. This included their women's health, biosimilar, and established brands products. Then Merck, like some other pharmaceutical companies, went on an acquisition spree. They announced they'd acquire Acceleron Pharma for $11.5 billion in September of 2021. Then in April of 2023, they announced they'd acquire Prometheus Biosciences for $10.8 billion. 
Just recently in January of 2024, the company announced it's acquiring Harpoon Therapeutics for $680 million. Now with that understanding, let's dive deep into the numbers that Warren Buffett cares about. This step-by-step checklist-style approach reverse engineers how Warren Buffett would look at a company's numbers. It gives you one of the best shots of finding undervalued, high-quality stocks that can beat the market and make you a lot of money in the process. Getting started with metric number one, we want their average returns on capital to be above 14%. This takes all the money that's invested into the business and tells us how profitable Merck is. A normal business earns around 7% returns on capital. When we look for a benchmark that's double this, we can build in margin of safety based on the quality of the company. Over the long run, most stock returns are around their return on capital numbers. Unlike some other pharmaceutical companies, Merck saw a slowdown in their sales in 2020. Even then, their numbers were still above average. In these other years, the business fared even better. They ended 2022 with just under 26% returns on capital, and when they're averaged out in their last five years, Merck earns 19% returns. That's nearly three times better than a normal company, and it's two and a half times our benchmark. This is a huge check on metric number one. We want sales, earnings, and free cash flow growth in our second metric. Simply put, it's harder to make mistakes investing into a growing, high-quality business that earns high returns on capital. In this time, despite their spinoff, Merck grew their sales by 40%. However, the company's earnings are down by 26% today in their last 12 months compared to where they were at in 2018. This comes from the company's R&D expenses jumping up to $24 billion, which is nearly double where it's been at in any of these other years. Merck's aggressively reinvesting into their drug pipeline, both organically and through these acquisitions. Most importantly, the company's free cash flows have grown by 58%. We'll explain why that's good for the business in just a moment. With these higher R&D expenses, their net incomes are down. We might be being a little harsh on Merck, but it's an X on metric number two. In metric number three, we're looking at the company from the view of an individual shareholder. We want their earnings per share to be growing. That was the case from 2018 until 2022. Their EPS more than doubled. But in their last 12 months, because of their R&D spend, their earnings per share are down. They brought in just $1.80 per share. Even as Merck bought back 5% of their shares, it doesn't outpace their earnings decline. This is another X on metric number three. How will the business perform in the second half of our analysis? Metric number four, we want to see something similar, but even more important. We want free cash flow per share growth. This is because free cash flows are the lifeblood of any business. Ultimately, it's how most businesses, including Merck, end up being valued. In this time, Merck has grown their free cash flows per share. They increased these from $3.12 in 2018 to $5.81 at the end of 2022. In their last 12 months, they brought in $5.19. That's strong growth across the board for a check on metric number four. So far, things are split evenly. We have two checks and two X's. Before we look at the company's debt and figure out what they may be worth, why don't we check in on our bonus? Right now, Merck pays an above average 2.51% dividend yield. They've also grown their dividends each year since 2012. But is this safe and can this keep growing in the future? That's what we want to figure out with our bonus. We want their dividends to be covered by their free cash flows. As a general trend, Merck has grown their dividends and their free cash flows pretty steadily with 2020 being the exception. They cover their dividend payments using their free cash flows today, which is what we want to see. This is a check on our bonus. 
Merck may continue to grow their dividends into the future, and they're halfway there to becoming a dividend aristocrat. We'll see if they can keep their dividend growth up for 25 years in a row. Great businesses are able to grow and earn high returns on capital without using a lot of debt. In fact, in recessions, it's businesses with too much debt that can have the biggest losses and even go bankrupt. You don't want to invest into broke companies. To prevent this, in our fifth metric, we want their net debt to be below the sum of their free cash flows. Merck's employed debt in their business over this time. In 2022, they ended with $18.8 billion of net debt. Today, this has grown to $26.1 billion. Thankfully for Merck, though, in the last five years, they bring in $58.6 billion of free cash flow. That's more than enough to cover their debt loads in any of these five years. Keep in mind, a good amount of this free cash flow is going to grow their dividend and cover some slight share buybacks as well. With this free cash flow support, it's a check on metric number five. Merck looks like they use reasonable amounts of debt in their business. Now, how much are they possibly worth? In our, in our sixth metric, the big metric of them all, we want Merck to have above a 5% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield. This is around where the S&P 500 has traded at historically, and it can help us figure out the first of our three fair values for Merck. Right now, they have a $325.5 billion enterprise value. This adds their net debt and their market cap together to help us look at Merck more like it's a private business. In their last five years, they bring in $9.7 billion of free cash flow in an average year over this time. When that's divided by their enterprise value, it gives us around a 3% average free cash flow yield, slightly below what we wanted. Today, in their last 12 months, Merck brought in $13.2 billion of free cash flow. When we divide that by their enterprise value, it gives us a 4% current free cash flow yield. Slightly better, but still below the benchmark as well. This means on metric number six, it's an X for Merck. Don't just throw the business out. Watch to see our next two estimates before you stay till the end of the video to see our final fair value and rating. Now, everything we've covered so far is important, but there's something missing. This takes us to our second valuation estimate, where we use a DCF model to grow their free cash flows into the future and figure out what they may be worth today. It's up to you to figure out if these will be accurate or not from Merck, as they have not been that predictable in their past. If we take Merck's average three-year free cash flows, then assume that these grow at 5% annually in the next decade, then in the following decade, we'll assume these grow at 4% annually. Let's add in their tangible book value too to estimate their net worth. Then we're going to look for a market-beating 15% rate of return, which is what Warren Buffett wants from his investments. This means an estimate of Merck's fair value is around $49 based on today's multiples, but keep some key points in mind. Almost across the board, Merck looks like it's trading toward the high end of its valuation ranges. Crudely, they trade at five times price to sales, which is above their median of four times, and it's closing in on their max of nearly six times. And in the last 10 years, they're trading at a free cash flow yield that's below what their median has been. This means they're closer to being more richly valued. Our third estimate will use their Guru Focus value, which comes in at just under $107 per share, giving Merck a modestly overvalued rating. This takes their historical valuations, adjusts these based on how the company's performed in their past, and then adds in analyst estimates to come up with this value. When we look at these different methods of valuing Merck, they look like their valuations are pretty stretched at this point. They're out ahead of all of them. Now, we've looked at most of the numbers Warren Buffett cares about, but it's the qualities of a company that are even more important to him. Why don't we learn what these are so we can combine them with our estimates as we give a fair value to Merck? 
Let's start with a long thesis. Number one, Keytruda looks best positioned in the immuno-oncology landscape, buoyed by a first-mover advantage in the important indication of first-line non-small cell lung cancer. Number two, the growth in Merck's high-margin cancer drugs should help expand the company's overall operating margin. Number three, Merck supports a strong dividend yield that looks secure based on a wide diversified portfolio of drugs. But it's not all positives for the business. Let's look at a short thesis as well. Number one, outside of immuno-oncology, Merck needs to increase the number of its late-stage pipeline drugs. Number two, the eventual U.S. patent loss on Keytruda in 2028 is concerning given the high sales contribution of the drug. Number three, advancements in oncology can happen quickly, which could cause disruption to Merck's leading growth driver, Keytruda. Part of this fear is why Merck has been aggressive in its deal-making efforts. It's trying to boost its pipeline and mitigate the patent loss on Keytruda. Right now, these nine super investors own Merck. The biggest position is by Kahn Brothers Group, with more than 10% of their portfolio invested in the company. That's a big bet. Warren Buffett himself is a former Merck shareholder. He bought into the company in late 2020 as part of a broader basket bet of pharmacy stocks. However, he quickly reversed his position selling out of this basket bet by the middle of 2021. Some of these positions he made money, others he lost some. That was the case for Merck. In hindsight, he would have made more money and had been better off if he would have held Merck until today. Now, so far in our fundamental analysis of Merck & Co. stock ticker MRK, we learned they go 3 for 6 on our Select 6 analysis. This comes as the company is aggressively spending on R&D, which has hit their earnings, but they've still grown their sales and their free cash flows, and they earn high returns on capital. They also use reasonable amounts of debt, but it doesn't look like they trade very attractively compared to their free cash flows. This analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Use common sense and do what's right for you personally. When we combine Mark's business qualities and our three estimates, today their fair value comes in around $75. Even though this number is a range, it's way down from their current stock price and the street target price. This gives Merck an overvalued rating. If you enjoyed today's fundamental analysis and you want to see more videos, subscribe to the channel. To get more exclusive valuations that I only share with my Patreon members, consider joining and giving your support.